All right, Howdy. here we go. Here we go. Ooh, same time. I like that. Here I do like go. that. I like to talk at the same time as you. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. So here we are with another episode of the uh, the Unearthed Podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Stelios, and we actually have a guest here today. We have uh, Nick Montoni. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. I got it's it. Montoni. I've been saying it's Montoni. I, I know. I was saying Montoni. Mont- I was like Montoni. I don't. I should know that. I growled at him, and he was uh, like, "Then, then I got really excited. He was, he was <laughs> growling at me. I was like, "Nice, yeah. okay." Then he went to your backyard and you killed a bunch of frogs, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Murderer. I, well, you know what? We'll talk That's about deals with this trauma. <laughs> I did. I know my my childhood trauma. Dirt bag. I know. There's I, I murdered too. Killing animals at a young age is a song of anti-social slur. I'm just going. I'm just going out there. Well, it was. Yeah. Well, it was. It was an accident. But you know what? We'll talk about that later. Look, we're already we're already going down. We're already going down a rabbit hole already. Shut up. So I'm I'm really I'm really excited to uh to do this. Probably kill those rabbits too. Yeah. Oh my god. We were almost there, Dave. We're almost there. He just pushed me back. He just punched me in my face. It's like in that that, that 300 movie when they push the people down the hole. It's like get back down now. Exactly. (laughs) So um, I'm I'm really excited about this because I've actually I've known Nick for a a decent amount of time now. Um, He came to the gym uh, before we were in this location when we were Shredcore also, you know, worst name ever for a gym. You were at Aiden White Park Road, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get shredded, though. So I, I want my money back. <laughs> yeah, immediately. <laughs> no exactly. court either. Did you, exactly. get, did, you get, did you get your paper shredded though? Uh-huh. No. Uh, I think he might have shredded my waiver. Remember when we so used to get those? We used to get. Th- <laughs> <laughs> we used to get those calls all the time. Like you shred paper. Do you guys shred paper there? Like I got all these files that I'm like, no. That's really strange. It, it is. I'm sorry, strange. you had to go through that. It's okay. Yeah, I know. It's it's okay. You know we, what? We've been Paul, through way worse. We've been through way worse. So it's okay. it's totally okay, but. Um, again, moving on. Yeah, please. Um, I don't even remember what the fuck I was talking You're about. The intro. Nick. The intro. There we go. Who's so, this guy? So we got, so we got Nick, uh, Mon- Montoni here. He almost said it wrong. Again. Uh, I almost said it wrong again. <laughs> See that? So Nick, like, uh, I, I think, um, what's interesting about this, uh, this podcast is we disagree on a lot of different things, yeah. but we always, from the beginning, we've always been able to have a really good conversation. Yeah. And that's really what this podcast is about. It's a, it's a conversation about how to have a fucking conversation, which people today really are incapable of doing. There's yeah, there's a lot of I think there's there's a lot of issues just because I mean we'll talk we'll definitely yeah. dive into it. But but, but before we get into this? that, um before, before Dave tries to, you know, talk when I talk. <laughs> This motherfucker is the most notorious son of a bitch for interrupting. I, I am. I'm horrible. If you I'm ever horrible. listen, listen. If you ever listen to any of our old podcasts, I know. if he asks cool. me something, I'll start answering him, and then you'll hear, "Yep, yep, 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 yep." And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> motherfucker, <laughs> shut up!" I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. So Nick, why don't you, uh, Nick? Why don't you tell us about yourself? Um, tell us about yeah, like, tell us about yourself. Yeah. What about <laughs> no? What what you do? What you do specifically? Um, so today? right now, um, I work as a mental health counselor. Um, you know, I help people through crisis. Uh, I you know support them. Uh, try to do necessary intervention if ne- if you know need be like nine one one or anything like that. Um, but I, I have a lot of different um, other experiences in the mental health field. I've worked as a psychometrist, which is uh, distributing and grading psychological testing. So it gives the psychiatrist and the psychologist uh, an idea on what the issue is and how to treat them. Um, that was at a psych hospital. What are the tests exactly? Um, like unless it's too much detail. PAIs, personality assessment inventory is one. 
Uh, I've given out IQ tests. Okay. Um, the Wazi two mainly. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I've given out a lot of uh, SP SPSIs. Okay. If I remember, that's the acronym. Uh, it's basically a suicide assessment assessment test. Wow. Uh, so if anybody has either, if they're at um, acute uh, danger to themselves, or um, they just have ideation and not necessarily going to do anything about it, and they have passive ideation. Yeah, Dave, I didn't give you any of that before I hired you. No. It's discrimination. It, it it's is. Discrimination. It is. You can't do it. It is. So I'm horrible. It's actually good that you didn't do that. It is. They, they, you would have gotten sued again. Again. Two lawsuits go. in five minutes. That's nuts. I know. Well, who would have sued, <laughs> who would have sued him? Me? Yeah. You could have, yeah. Oh, yeah, it would never happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. So, this is like, yes, I mean, you're really dissecting um, someone's inner workings. And that's really, really interesting because, you know, we do that here. Not on the scale that you're it's doing. Different context. It. Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely. And I think what's really interesting too is your your fitness background. How you started with football, and then you went to like the Olympic lifting for a little bit. Yeah, so I uh, I played football in high school, played football in college, got hurt, stopped playing football. Um, and they tried I to stuck. brainwash you, right? They tried. Yes, they. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. How so? Um, it's just a very aggressive disciplinary culture you yeah. know um and i just wasn't really about it anymore um i mean it's 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 okay but you know it's just it's, it's overdone not, it's not necessarily for everyone and yes. i don't think they make that known because they want numbers exactly so, at least that's that's my that's my experience i just want to give you know discretion like that's yeah, my of personal course. experience of course you know people have had great experiences with playing football or playing sports in general and it's it's really cool um, you have to forgive dave because he played no sports growing okay. up not at all i'm just for the viewers at home i did some, <laughs> I did some marathons on my couch i do that right now yeah, yeah i'm doing that right now one of the things i didn't want to just just you know one of the things i kind of didn't want to talk about was you know dave's weight back i knew this was going to be some stupid I, shit I, I, what? I could feel it i could feel it i don't know about, about dave's weight back well here we are i don't I, understand I, I and and we have a therapist here. <laughs> Dave has a uh, yes. <laughs> there we go. Just, just everyone know we actually gave you. Wait, wait, that they actually gave that. That was nice. That was good. Yeah, Dave, I felt, I Dave has that. a no. I'm Dave. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Stelios has a he's a fetish over my my weight in high school. Yeah, I, I just still I'm, I'm really happy he's come a long way. He really yeah, has. I, I gave him a very long way. Yeah, it took good, it's, good for you, Dave. Yeah, exactly. But moving on, so back to the back to the brainwashing in football. So then I think you started with the Olympic lifting after, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I tried to go competitive. Uh, I was really into it, um, but my knee couldn't handle it. So I decided to sit on a couch and eat junk food. And yeah. And then you met me. And then I met you, <laughs> and nothing has been the same since. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember you were telling me when you first walked in, I was like, oh, this looks like some type of tool bag CrossFit plays. Like, is this a good I idea? mean, And I don't blame you for thinking that. I mean... We did have Ren D on lights in the window. Franklin Square. Yes, and did. nothing against Franklin Square. Oh, yeah, you, I guess. oh you can say whatever <laughs> you want. Right. Um, whatever you want. Here we go. Um, Let me pull up my notes. <laughs> you know, FFS... <laughs> is uh you know it's notorious for uh you know having uh 
let's just say people who can't put their arms down when they're walking on the sidewalks. <laughs> yes. You know, there's, there's, a just, word, there's a word for that. They're in a permanent lat flex just, lat position. They frown because they, they can't eat a sandwich because they can't grab it. I, that's just, exactly. You know, I know. It's a word for that. Uh, do, 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 douchebag? Do they, no, <laughs> there we go. There we go. Very nice. Um, it's, ob- it's observable, you know. Know. And we're from there, so I mean, we we saw it all the time. Yeah. I, I I will say though, I think it it has changed. I really don't see that as much. I think anymore. Jersey Shore didn't help. Jersey Shore did not help. That, that's kind of especially gone. when they came to Franklin Square on the show. Well, yes. Jay Wow's from and Jay Wow is from FS, evidently yeah. from from the square. Yep, she's from the she's from the from the square. Absolutely. So, you know, I I kind of so. Nick, you have this. You also have a philosophy background too. Uh, yeah. So I don't know if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I took. Uh, I mean, I was always kind of interested in philosophy. I started reading it before I took formal classes. Um, just because I, uh, I guess a little um, discretion. I had crippling anxiety as a kid and depression, and still kind of do, you know. And uh, my way to kind of survive and find like my will to live essentially was trying to figure out you know well why does the world work why why am i like this wow. why you know just question everything i questioned everything around me i questioned why i was at the school i was at i questioned why do i react to the way i do <clears throat> excuse me um i questioned why um sorry i'm drawing a blank uh that's okay just pretty, pretty much everything, you know, everything, anything you can think of, of why I was here, why, you know, because why would I go through so much pain and, you know. Do you think that that is a common thread for people who study psychology and philosophy at the at the college level and, and beyond? Like, do you feel like that people who are constantly learning about how the brain works, how behavior works on a psychological level? how philosophy works in terms of like how to have a conversation, how to ask the right questions in order to determine not only what truth is, quote unquote, but also like how I perceive the world. Like, do you think that's a common thread? Within psychology with, with Yeah, with, yeah, um, absolutely. It depends. Uh, some people... Because I think what you just said is very uncommon. Well, I think there are two avenues when it comes to psychology. Some people go into the, the uh, practical route, which is what I do, which is, you know, directly dealing with people, directly, you know, supporting their issues or dealing with trauma um, and trying to get them the best treatment. And then there is another one where you are more research based and you try to you try to answer those certain questions and you do, you know, research studies on, you know, uh, I had a professor who who just he released um, an article with Psychology Today of, you know, why why some kids bully and some kids don't. Okay. Um, you know, so he he expanded in that, and he does not do any clinical work. Um, so there's two there's two different avenues. So you find in the student body, there's going to be people who might ask those questions, uh, and might not just because. I mean, there's also different reasons why someone would end up in a, in a psychology sure. degree. Like some people switch to it just because it might be more convenient. You know, um, they might they might be interested in it and they don't necessarily know. They're still trying to figure that out. No, you know yeah. what I mean? So, and and I, I think people really underestimate the power of not just having a conversation, but the art form of being able to have a productive one. Because mm-hmm. I think people think an argument is a conversation today. And when I was first opening the gym, 
Um, it was not well received with my family, um, my friends. Um, what wasn't? Sorry. When I started opening the gym on Eight New Hyde Park Road, even just before the gym that, in general was not even, well received. Even before that, just making the the shift of training, because even before that, I was and I, you know, the people know this who 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 come to the gym. Like I started out in my car, then I rented out a karate dojo. So when I made that shift from being a lawyer, I was supposed to be a lawyer to this, which is you know. Totally different. Totally it's different. Totally different it now. was really not well received and people were not talking. They kind of like gave up on me. So I actually went and sought out a therapist to talk to just so I had someone to talk to mm -hmm. and have an outside perspective. Mm -hmm. So we can, so the both of us can figure out like, look, why am I here? Supposed to be lawyer, now a trainer. And where do I go moving forward? And then how do I reconcile that and understand the risk involved? And, that, and that's another thing, though, too. Like people think, you know, oh, you go to a therapist. You're you nuts. Have, you've had severe, yeah. severe psychological trauma. That's not necessarily the case. Exactly. You know, you can go, like, say you're just going through a life transition. Exactly. You which know, is like, like yeah. you're just changing, which is essentially what that is. Whether yeah. it's career, yeah. you know, you like someone passes away. Um, you know, they're all life transitions. You're dealing with the change in, you know, what you were used to before to what you weren't. Um, and there's such a more. stigma attached to it. Yes. I mean, and I think it's because people are so afraid to talk about it. Sure. I think people, people are afraid to talk about it because of judgment. They think that they're going to be judged. Um, psychology also doesn't have the best history sure. uh, in the 20th century, you know? So I think yeah, that's why it's also stigmatized. How so? uh, I think well, I know where you're going, but go ahead. I mean, back in the fifties and the sixties, like if you, you know, if you had any sort of, reaction that wasn't the status quo or what was normal, you know, they either demonized you and it was uh, a religious thing and you had like, you know, you were possessed by some sort of devil, you know, they, they thought that you just needed to be subdued and just gave you all of these extreme medications that probably did more harm than good. So, you know, the history is not the greatest, sure. um, but, you know, now, of course, you know, that's not the case. You know, it's, it's totally different now. We tried to we try to increase pleasure and decrease pain and and i think also and this might sound shallow i don't believe this but i this might be another reason why i think because financially yeah i'm nodding my head yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is not there is not a huge financial gain from being a philosopher i think in this society like like I also, unless maybe you're like a Tony Robbins or something um, or someone who ends up with some Netflix special or like a show, it's very, very hard. And I think this is the same problem with artists. It's mm -hmm. very, very hard to make a living. So it depends on how you use it. Sure. There are people who have studied philosophy that are in finance and they make a lot of money and they're okay. able to use it for finance. Um, law essentially formed from philosophy. Um, you know, the, 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 the structure, the, the backbone of law is philosophy. Um, and, you know, you go to law school, like a lot of people who, you know, have a degree, an undergrad in, uh, in philosophy, they go to law school. Um, or you could become a professor of philosophy. Sure. It's hard to get, it could be hard to get a job as a philosophy professor because the, the school might ha have a philosophy program. You know, so there's, it depends on how you use it. So yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's, I think it's, it, but even when the lawyer, mm -hmm. he's a lawyer. 
you know, the, I don't the under the the, the base of the, the philosophy, the philosophy base, I don't think gets enough credit. Mm -hmm. It's kind of what we talk about, you know, as a trainer, you have and I think, you know, what, probably, the therapist is probably the same thing. Maybe it's like we're the last ones to thank and the first ones to blame. And maybe mm. not so much for a therapist, but at least mm. for the trainers. I mean, that is a common thread. And like, I think that's kind of how the philosophy the and psychology. Look, the client? Like, yeah, like if so, yeah, look, it's like anything bad that happens, I got an injury, even if they weren't trained with you, or maybe I didn't lose the weight, or I didn't beat my marathon time, trainer's mm. fault, first person to blame. But when they do that, and they're getting, you know, they're getting interviewed or they're running an article, it's very rare that the trainer specifically by name yeah. gets a lot of credit. Mm -hmm. And that might not even be the person's fault. And that, and that might not, yeah. Oh, fucker. I'm sorry, go ahead. It's okay. <laughs> because that stuff, that information doesn't sell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will say that, you know, I'm sorry, dude. It's okay. a lot of people, yeah, I mean, even with therapy, like a lot of people think, you know, going to a therapist, they're going to like, you know, wave a magic wand and your issues are going to be gone. It's going to be great. And I guess for some people, you know, just the, the act of expressing the issues does that. You know, they feel better after expressing whatever has been held in. But with more complex issues or things that are just not, you know, people need more answers, it it it's a lot of work. It's not, you know, yes. you can't just go to a therapist and think that they're going to solve all your problems and, you know, that's it. There is, there is a level of personal responsibility that, you know, you need to do. A therapist is to guide you and to try to motivate you to do those things. You know, at least from my perspective, that's what they're, they're there to do because um, – and with more extreme cases, it changes. It's yeah. it's it's a it's a it's a spectrum. It's not something sure. you know because if you have someone who's schizophrenic and they're in a, in a long term hospital, the roles change. Absolutely, you know, the roles the roles change. And what would what would be the most would you say the most difficult of all of your patients? Would you say that you ever or can you not talk about that? Um, I mean, I, I mean, generally. I guess on a human level, not necessarily a clientele level, yeah. just people who are oppositional. Sure. You know, any, any, and I'm sure that goes for training too. Oh you yeah. Know, someone tells you, you tell them to do something and they, you know, they either come up with a reason not to, I don't want to say excuses because it kind of has a negative connotation, but sure. they come up with reasons um, that they justify, Sure. you know, to not do that act, you know? Um, I guess, yeah, I guess that's probably, you know. And why, why do you think, Let's put politics on the side. I mean, you brought it up. Yeah. Why, would you, why would you bring yeah. it up just to put it on the side? For, forget, about, <laughs> forget about, you know, I'm on the right because of this, you know, or I'm on the left because of this. But, you know, while that is a driver, I kind of look at politics as like an extension of someone's morality to a point. Yeah. It's not yeah. The, right? It, it can represent morality, um, sure. But why do you think people today, even, even with fitness, it's like fitness to a point has become a sort of religion today. Um, mm -hmm. why do you think people, in your opinion, with your background, can't have a conversation? It goes right to an argument. It takes about a second. Um, well, I think it's important to, to define your terms before I answer that question. You know, when we sure. talk about, when we talk about an argument, you know, or if we, and we're talking about a formal argument, mm -hmm. you know, and it's just, you're making, you're making a claim and you have a premise and sure. you're trying to come to some sort of conclusion. That's not necessarily something that has to be aggressive. You know, it, it doesn't. You know, there, I mean, when we talk about, I guess, more of a layman's term argument, like people having conflict and fighting um, or it escalates, I think there are a lot of there are a lot of different variables um, that go into that, whether there's 
misunderstanding of the person's point, um, misunderstanding of what the purpose of the conversation is. Because I've, I've had people who, and not even like clients, this is just people who like want to, like in relationships, whether it's platonic, whether it's, uh, you know, romantic, uh, familial, they're just trying to express something and how they feel about an issue. And the other person is giving them all of this other like information to, to debunk how they feel. It doesn't, it's not, it's not emotional equivocation. Sure. If, if I could use fancy sure. words, and, and you know, <laughs> but, but, I, but like, it is too, it's like, I feel like if you don't know how to have a proper conversation, I'm using proper and close your conversation. I think what happens subconsciously, people get very frustrated because they can't articulate what they want to say. Yes. And that's a big part of it too. I'm glad, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Right. Um, and Dave and I, I mean, how many arguments have we gotten into just because they want a day. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I'm surprised. But, but a lot of our arguments are more just like, I just said, maybe I said the thing the wrong way. Mm -hmm. The delivery was bad. I misinterpreted what he was saying, or yeah. maybe at the time, this happens a lot. Mm -hmm. I wanted to say something and I couldn't think of a way to say it better until maybe four days after. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and then that, I come Dave, like that happens, you know, and that's why the best kind of conversations are ones that, you know, are in calmer settings, you know, you you're comfortable um, or you're in a classroom because uh, you know, people, especially nowadays, people, people are afraid to say certain things, uh, because of, you know, the backlash or judgment or what have you. Um, and yeah, on a human level, we're not, you know, I'm not going to understand necessarily everything you're saying or what point you're trying to make or what kind of conversation we're trying to have. And that's okay because yeah. we're human beings. We make mistakes. We're, we're flawed. We're not, you know, we're not machines. We're, we're not computers. We're, you know, as far as we know, as far as we know, as far as we know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but I mean like, and that's, you know, I, I think that's where like, you know, compassion, patience, and empathy come in okay. to play with having a conversation. Dave, like, how do you feel like your conversation skills have changed since you got your behavioral specialist? So, have you seen that? I'm surprised you didn't see that. Did you see that by the toilet? What, what? I have a certification in there. It's called behavior change specialist. specialist. I'm I, not kidding. I hung it up in there. A lot of people were like, how could you? Oh, that's her? what you were talking about yeah. last yeah. week. A lot of oh, people yeah. said, oh, how could you let your boss you hang that up in there? That's you, you, you studied for that. How could you let him do that? I'm like, well, I didn't let him do it. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> I hung it up in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think it, it changed at all. Yeah. But even from, from that, from that course. Now, now a serious question. How do you feel like it's changed from working in, in here with such a plethora of people in here? I mean, it definitely taught me to communicate differently than my old job. My old job, everybody was doing the same thing. Everybody was miserable. You know, everybody was working uh, the same hours a day, doing the same thing every day. Whereas here, I'm working with a bunch of people, working different places, have different jobs, different families, different situations. So you need to learn how to communicate with every one of them, which is why I always, like, even though I have a couple of small groups, I always enjoy the one-on-one -on -one more because they yeah. get my full undivided attention. Mm -hmm. And I might speak to somebody one way and speak to somebody else another way. And when I have two clients at the same time that I got to speak to one one way and the other one the other way, uh, it becomes it can become overwhelming. Yeah, and in a sense, as a trainer, you are kind of like an actor doing impromptu. 
And when I mean acting, not that we're like creating a fake type of story or, or presentation to someone, but it's like, look, like I have to be, you know, you have to be gentle, Dave, with this person mm -hmm. because this person doesn't respond well to yeah. the more aggressive approach. Mm -hmm. This person loves being shamed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this person loves uh, the competitive thing. Like you have to put on all these different personas. You have to be what that person needs. Yeah. You have to read people. You have to read people. You, know, you have to be able to, and that goes the same thing for, um, you know, uh, for, for treatment, you know, for therapy is, you know, you can have a client who walks in and they don't say anything for the first 15 minutes because they have absolutely not, they don't know what to say. So then, you know, the, the therapist has to pry and try to, probe. to dig some, dig some stuff out, probe. All right. I don't know what kind of therapy you go to, but, but, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, it's always probing. <laughs> <laughs> He's oddly obsessed with sodomy. It's, like, it's weird. Like he always brings it up for some I wouldn't reason. say obsessed with sodomy. Like, you know? Fascinators, rather. <laughs> no, and then you, you know, you have you have another client that can walk in and just spills everything out, you know. And you need to come back. You need to you need to come to their level. You need to um, say to yourself, like, okay, what do they need right now? Right now, because they're talking and they're not they're not able to stop. You need to listen and absorb all of this. Mm -hmm. Exactly. My therapist did that to me one day, actually. She like asked me a question and I just like verbal diarrhea everywhere. Yeah. And now, face and now yeah, and now, you know, all. all What's wrong with you? <laughs> right? Can we have a normal conversation? Right? <laughs> <laughs> On her face, yeah. Yeah, fist bumping through stuff. Jesus, no wonder you're so, from SFS. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Freak. You know, so, you know, now, nowadays, all these, <laughs> sick. Um, you know, all these kinds of services, as far as I know, are all done virtually. Nobody's doing anything in person right now yeah. because of the China virus, uh, COVID. Um, so I'm talking to her on a, you know, in a, in a video conference. And after I was done, like I took my breath, she's kind of just sitting there and I'm like, are you frozen? Like, hello? And she wasn't frozen. She was just trying to like process yeah like what the fuck did i just ask did, this guy and did you dave did you kind of want to talk about that too like why you started therapy um i mean we don't have to okay no i don't care no, I know. you know the thing is when, when i became more open about uh mental health my own mental health because i mean like i said we're all a fucking mess i'm yeah. sorry if you are in our age age range in 2021, I don't care who you are. Yeah, you might think you're mentally stable. Sorry, you're not. <laughs> you're, I agree. you're not. I agree. And the more and what I noticed is, you know, I, I wasn't really like, oh, I'm uncomfortable talking about my mental health when I first got into working with mental health counselors and practitioners. I wasn't really uncomfortable about it just because I'm I'm pretty open. Yeah, shut up. Um, but the more I became open about it, like speaking about it. Can we exclude Stell? Can we just we can do whatever you want? Just throw I away. mean, you're the guest. It's I mean, I want to. It's it's your you know, it's you guys' podcast. But I'm just saying. no. We need him because most of the time he's kind of a nuisance. No, because no, most of the time what he's doing is me. So no, we need, we need him here. He'll be talking about all the smart shit, and I'm like, oh, like dicks and shit, right? <laughs> That's the formula for those watching. You want a six a semi successful podcast like our own, which is yeah. you know. Uh, that's a very loose way to use the term success. <laughs> I know exactly. But, uh, but you know, everybody's perception of the word success is different. So it is. Yes. 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 Um, well, you know, but once I became more open about mental health and my mental health issues and struggles, the more I realized that it wasn't, again, it wasn't just a Dave problem. I wasn't going through this bullshit 
and swimming through the shit by my, you okay? No, I'm listening. Oh, okay. I I'm wasn't listening. swimming through the shit by myself. And I realized mm-hmm. that it was not me. It was fucking everyone. Yeah. Um, and, and they became more, I'm sorry. No, they became more open to talking about their own because maybe their own mental health stuff, because maybe they didn't feel that, that sense of comfort with it. Like I felt my own, mm-hmm. you know? So it really got them to open up about their about what's going no, on. And I'm too. glad you said that because that is something that I don't think is said a lot, you know, and a lot, I mean, we try now with awareness, which is great. You know, I, I appreciate, I appreciate mental health awareness, but you know, we get, we get caught up in our own lives. You know, we get caught up in what we're doing. We get caught up in how we're feeling and you know, it's hard to necessarily, it, there's a difference between being in a fire and looking at it from an outside point of view. You know, when you're in the fire, you're just, you're just, you just, you're hot. You don't know what to do. You're panicking. You know, you're trying to get it off of you. Sure. You know, you're not concerned about, well, where'd the fire start? You know, like, cause you, you know, you don't want to see your bones. Yeah. You don't want to die. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to die. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, so it, it, it's important to recognize that too. It's like when you're, you know, you're walking down the street and you, and you know, you see somebody, whatever they're going off. I mean, I'm from, you know, I'm from the city, so I, I see it all the time. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, it's just, it, it's, it's something they have something, you know, or they're isolated, you know, they don't know how to communicate properly or, you know, they don't know, you know, what to do with themselves. And that's just what happens. You know, we get caught up with ourselves, which is again, human. Sorry. No, he was just checking the time on the recorder. You don't have to apologize for anything. Yeah, it's okay. Not I will yet. never apologize ever again. Good. <laughs> I, how, how dare you? But Nick, you said something before when I said, um, you know, oh, people have arguments instead mm-hmm. of conversation. And you said, well, it depends how you define argument. And this, I think, is a big problem with people who are trying to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. That they're talking, they think they're talking about the same thing, mm-hmm. but they're using two different definitions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this happens in here all the time. Mm-hmm. When we talk about strength training, someone is automatically thinking, oh, I need to put five plates on the bar put it on my back, squat, scream with my vein parotid artery <laughs> popping out of my neck, you know, bust some capillaries and veins in my eyeballs and scream and like partially shit my pants with a weighted belt on and a leotard, right? I haven't seen that yet. Before. Like, like, but, you know, and then, and then on the endurance side, it's like, oh, I have to run 30 miles every day, every day. Mm-hmm. Well, that's their definition. And until I specify what we mean by strength and what we mean by endurance training, Mm-hmm. then we can actually have a proper conversation. No, like strengthening doesn't necessarily mean that. It means, look, mm-hmm. like it, it's, it's all relative. Yes. Very, it's very subjective. It's very, yeah. And, and imagine if you never had, imagine you meant you never make that distinction and then you're going through this training and all this person really thinks about is, oh, like I'm going to be squatting really heavy squat. I'm going to break my back. I'm going to hurt myself. Like, and that's where fitness intimidation comes in. That's why people don't go. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And do you think how do I form this properly? I'm glad you're hesitating. Do you think it's possible to have a conversation um, with someone, a very deep conversation, if you don't really have a background in psychology and philosophy? Um, it, it honestly depends on the type of person. You know, there are a lot of people who don't have those backgrounds at all and they're very open to other people's views and opinions and then some people they could come with a uh disposition before the conversation even starts and 
they could assume certain things and you know it doesn't they don't take it for face value and i think you know that can that can happen it can it depends i i think too like i don't think that it's a hard to really give a direct answer it is it is it's such a broad i feel question. like i feel like also with the way the world is i feel like a lot of people don't have a sense of maybe fulfillment and they're they're fr- <clears throat> i do think they're frustrated mm-hmm. i think they're confused right now mm-hmm. it's like hey is this is this it? Mm-hmm. Well, is this going to change? Mm-hmm. What's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many different things, and I think the world's probably always been like this. But because now we have the internet and everything is yeah. so accessible, yes, um, and that that's that's a huge variable that I don't think people recognize because we're in the age of information. I, it's I so sorry, it's so hard to understand necessarily. You know what's true, what's valid, what's, uh, what's, what's appropriate even, you know, like bring, yeah. you know, ad, people have so many ad hoc excuses, you know, adding different variables that have nothing to, to do, do with what we're talking about. And I, I'm going to have to disagree. I don't think we're, I think we were in the age of information. Mm-hmm. I think now we're in the age of disinformation. It, f- feel me out. Okay. So I don't want to, but <laughs> damn it. Beat me to it. Damn it. <laughs> so, so it's like, if you look at like social media, it's most of the time, it's not even people's real persona on there, right? I'm living my best life. I'm going on vacation every month. Meanwhile, I'm, I have no money in the bank. I'm miserable. My husband punches me in the face at home. I, I hate my kids. Then you have like YouTube. Sorry, how did we get here? You yeah, lost yeah. Me. What? yeah, yeah. So it's like, if you look at the way social media works, mm-hmm. look at like everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people don't even put their real persona on Facebook, yeah. on Instagram. You have these stories that they go ahead. Well, I want to stop you. Please stop. Because me. when we talk about, you know, what's what's a genuine persona? You know what I mean? I would say a gen okay. You so because like we don't show our real selves, even when we're, you know, like right now. I'm not like I mean, I could be because I'm a pretty honest person. I don't really care. But there are a lot of people that, you know, even just having a conversation with someone, they don't show who they really are. Okay. So sure. I just I just want to make that yeah. Point, so know, that what I what I'm talking okay. So I guess to clarify, they might have like an exaggerated I think, you know what persona. It is? It's like Sorry. for instance, like when you know clear. someone, like when you know someone, you've grown up with them since four years old. You know exact. You see this person every day. Yeah. And then they have something completely different mm-hmm. on their social media, on their YouTube channel, on their website, mm-hmm. which is real and which is fake. Or which is the more ge- sorry? Which one is the more I, genuine? I I think there there might be an exaggerated persona on yes. social media. There we go. That's the word. Yeah, I, was I think exaggerated. It's just, yes. I think it's different degrees because when you're talking about persona, like again, it's a spectrum. Some people show you know who they are when they're out in so, in social settings. Some people don't. You know, it, it it all depends. Social media is such you know is such a particular outlet because it's it's a narrow window. It is a very narrow window, and you know, you people, I think most of the time want to put positive things. Yeah, the best on, version of themselves. Exactly, yeah. because you know they want you know who who would want? It's like having a photo album, but for everyone to see. I I, like, I totally why get would it. you have you know a picture of like when I fell off a scooter when I was three and I'm crying <laughs> like a little little baby. I mean, that was like, oh, look at look at that little kid crying. Like, that's a little weird. Like, were you on were you on Mari? No, I was not on Mari. <laughs> Did you want to talk about that? Oh, so yeah, we were. Uh, oh, the babies. Yeah, the babies. Yeah, so more, we're talking about Mori Povich today, um, which if you guys don't know, I mean, you've obviously never stayed home from school. Yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously. No, no, no. I don't know how to tell never. you about, about, about Mori, the Mori Povich. I know. Show. All right, yeah, go um, on. 
So, you know, I was talking one day with one of my friends about how the Maury Povich show is staged. Yeah. You know, they, they cannot find this many people yeah. who need a paternity test. And I'm sorry, this woman did not test 100 men. It didn't happen. I'm no. sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we talk about how a lot of the, the shows are staged. Yeah. The whole episode is yeah. staged. Because people are like, sure. oh, Jerry yeah. Springer staged. I'm like, oh, well, that shit's staged. staged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the exception of the morbidly <laughs> obese babies. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot... Yeah. Now I mentioned this to the two of you, and I, I don't think you knew what I was talking about. Have you Not seen at those? first. I thought they came out like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eighty-six. But you I was like, that. Jesus. Yeah, but you've never seen that before, still. You didn't know I, what I was I talking don't, about. I don't yeah. So, about. so again, you know, there's episodes. <laughs> I don't look up fat babies. You know, they were, well, I didn't either. I mean, I was no. seventeen. Again, I stayed home from school. Like I had the flu or something. I like you said, seventeen, so you made it legal. But yeah, yeah. And I was watching. Well, I think when I was. That was 2005. Was it legal then? What? Was to it? look up fat babies? Yeah. I have no idea, but I'm know. saying you, you were a minor. You weren't. I don't either. You weren't, anyway. you weren't an adult. So, you know, <laughs> I was at home watching Maury, and all of a sudden, morbidly obese babies. Yeah. They're huge. They're over 100 pounds. And, and, I, and, I, and I loved how we got to that. Like, we started with talking about the Amish. Yeah, making and, butter. And making butter. Yeah. And then we started talking really about the video of... The girl in the stick of butter. Well, you mentioned killing a frog first. Oh, yeah. Then I, and killed, I had to cry oh, yeah. for like 20 minutes. Yes, because I, I killed so a frog Kermit. the other you day. Kermit, I, I, I know. I know. Kermit. That was a complete. I still feel bad about it. Oh, I killed do that thing by accident. Yeah, I, I do. I you really keep do. Bring it up. I know because I'm, I'm, I'm traumatized. Yeah. Well, the more he talks about it, the more lets it out. I Listen. came in today and he was like, Dave, oh my God, Dave, I got to talk to you about something. And I'm like, oh my God, dude, what happened? <laughs> I murdered a frog. He fucking murdered a frog. Yeah, I know. And he threw another one. Well, that was an accident. It was in the shovel. Uh huh. Well, why was it in the shovel? You put it because I couldn't see. (laughs) I was going into the dirt, and he was. I didn't know that frogs hibernate under the fucking ground. I actually didn't know that either. And I didn't know that I even had frogs in my yard. When I'm landscaping, there they are. You know, now they're not there. See, if you had gotten. The Garden City Landscaping Committee to do uh, it. Why am I here? There would be no, <laughs> no casualties. Not even one. So yeah, so we went again. So we went from Amish to making butter to dead frogs, and then we ended up with I fat mean, babies. That's just because babies. we're insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most yeah. conversations just, don't do that. So that's kind of. I don't of, even know how we got here right now. Uh, I don't even know. We talk about disinformation. Oh yes. Oh yes. So yes. Everyone, I everyone has a platform, and I think that's a good thing. <laughs> because I think not enough people are do have the opportunity to have a platform. Yeah, but there is yeah. just so you know what it is. There's just so much to sift through. If you there's, choose to do it, sure. There's yeah. so much, and I think. Go ahead. Well, I wanted to say ahead, I think please. well when I said like you know when the in, when we're in the age of information, uh, I I used I I should have uh, I should have uh, distinguished. Um, when I use information, I use it as an indifferent term. Okay. So like even if it's not true information, it's still information. It's still information. You know, we're still gonna we're gonna we're still gonna see it as information. So. Um, you know, I think that's kind of, okay. you know, of course, there's, point. of course there's things out there that aren't true you yeah. know, and there's things that are exaggerated or things that are just not, um, just rhetoric. Yeah, sure. You know, you know, like just saying anything to prove your point. Um, and you know, we, we still see that as information regardless of whether it's true or not. And I think you it's know? hard as human beings. And this, again, this happens in the gym all the time. Yeah. It's hard for us to separate ourselves from what we believe in and look at it objectively. Right? Yeah. That's it's yeah, extremely, because I think it's a control thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, I know this to be true for me, mm-hmm. like, because whoever told me, mm-hmm. I grew up this again, way. I'm putting truth, the culture on truth. Yes, quotes, yes. I know if they can't see that, they can't see that. They can't see us, but they can't see my stubby fingers. Um, 
But um, I, I think it's hard for, and, and we go through this all the time. It's a matter of opinion. I don't want to, again, I don't want to use the word reprogram because that's not what we do here. It's more of like, we just want to give them another perspective, yeah. an outside perspective. Well, I think when it comes to challenging beliefs, and that goes for anything, it doesn't have to be, you know, like personal, universal beliefs or religious beliefs. It's, it's hard to do that. You know, that's why academia is difficult. You know, you're learning all of these things. You're getting new information every single day, and you also have to regurgitate it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And that's where was I? Regurgitating. <laughs> I lost it. I lost Taking it. information. It's gone. Taking information. Yeah. So that, that, when we challenge someone's beliefs, it's it's always going to be a challenge, and that's why any sort of guiding profession, whether it's therapy, whether it's personal trainer, whether it's a teacher, whether it's um, I don't know, manager at a restaurant, you know what I mean? Like you're teaching them a certain way and they could have a certain uh, conception of what that is and you have to undo that, you know, mm -hmm. essentially for them to be productive in whatever you're trying to do for them. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that I, I actually, when you said it, kind of what I wrote over here in this long paragraph of stuff um, that I never read um is yeah i know right? it's all matters it's there. is is, is the, there a hashtag is the con uh no so i didn't write it no, right. all right Fuck. um no the is the is the control aspect of of your beliefs and thoughts um you know i feel like in this day and age maybe the communication is it's not necessary that it's lost okay but people live in again we live in an age where there's constantly information coming in <laughs> and a lot of the information is i guess it can be true but it's scary. Like the world is a scary place right now. 2021. It's uncomfortable. So I feel like people mm -hmm. are constantly living in this like fight or flight yeah. uh, kind of situation. So when I come in and I try to talk to you about something or, or a change an idea that you have, or to maybe change, maybe if I'm trying to change your mind, your thoughts and, and beliefs are the only thing that you really can control. You can't control any of the bullshit going on around you. What's going on inside your head is the only thing that you can control. And maybe that's why people put up a wall and get so defensive so quickly. You, you need to have a sense of security. Sure. You know, you do. So everybody needs to have some sense of security. And that's, you know, that's Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I was um, just going to say, I know you really kind of wanted to jump. Down I there. want to jump in that. Yeah. But I was going to, before we do that, I did want to say with this current age and what we're living in, because technology had advanced, you know, like, decades in just two, you know, uh, like insanely how quickly we advanced within the past 20 years. 9-11, I think also has a huge um, impact yep. on what happened. Sure. Because it was the first, it was one of the first major televised terrorist attacks. Like you sure. hear about Pearl Harbor, Pearl yeah. Harbor, you hear about, you know, like all those other things, but you don't Seeing really get, to, yeah, you don't get to see it. You, you know, you don't, and the detail. Yes. And like you, you, I still get, I just got chills talking about yeah. it now because sure. my dad was in, he's alive, but he was, he was in, you know, he had yeah. to walk home, you know, from and, Manhattan to my house in Queens. Yes. You know what I mean? And that changed the way movies were made, you know, especially horror movies. Sure. Like before 9-11, you had horror movies that were just, you know, you did something, these were the consequences. Now, anything can happen to you at any given moment. And we live in this modern age of anxiety of just like Very anything can happen to you at any given moment. And yeah. we're aware of that. And it's driving us up the fucking wall. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I totally agree. Yeah, no. And I mean, here's a, I mean, here's a question. I mean, do we, is control possible? Like, do we really, I mean, yeah, sorry, go finish your question. 
how much control do we really have over ourselves? Oh, I guess you have. I guess I would say that you have complete control over yourself until you don't, if that makes any sense. Are we even aware Mm. when we don't have control? Like how much of you, you, how much are we unaware when we are when we lose control of ourselves? How long did like it, it, it's really it's it's really difficult because I don't think there's any one moment. Yeah, there's I not. think that's why it's difficult, right? It's very difficult because you're living this perpetual state of constant change. It's like how do I control something when it's constantly changing, like literally every second? I'll even use a more extreme example. I, sure. used, to, I used to work at addiction residency as well, and um, you know. How do you how do you how do you tell somebody that you know you're you're drinking too much or you're using too much, and it's now becoming a detriment because they're in it. You know, again, they're in the fire. Why would they be concerned? Yes. About right. you know, oh, I'm you know, I'm 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 doing this too much. You know what I mean? And there's no one point. You know, there's not going to be like that's the thing too is like. There's no epiphany. There's no like you wake up one day. Oh my god! Like that was nuts. In that voice, I did that. Yeah, in that voice. In that way, it's gotta happen. Um, like you know, it's 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 a slow transition. Right. It inches, man. I'm talking like. Oh yeah. You know, step by step by step, and then you take a couple steps back, and you have to keep going forward. And it's not it's not something that's just gonna be like, oh, that was it. I'm not gonna do it anymore. That's it. I'm I'm done. I'm cured. Doc, you're it, great. It really like, it's, just, <laughs> it's just it doesn't it doesn't happen that way. And I wish that people had more of a sense because I feel like that's that's the goal. That's the expectation people have. You know, they think they're just gonna wake up one day and they're gonna be completely changed. It's a series of small choices. It's not something that is like you make this big choice. It's because, a marathon, not a sprint. It's an endurance effort. Yes. We're 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 habitual you know we're we're creatures of habit we're pattern we, yes all we, of us. we like to do what we do and yeah. we just keep doing it you know and the only way to change that is to slowly move away from and the human race is really unique in the sense that all we do is after we fix a problem we create another one simultaneously we do that a lot you keep on saying that i i, I do no. disagree but okay yeah i do okay. disagree i don't know okay. if we necessarily i'm not saying on purpose okay I, I feel like we, you need that discretion because I feel like there's sure. kind of like a connotation. I that. don't think we purpose we purposely do it. I think we're trying to make things better, but in the process we create another problem that maybe we didn't foresee. That we didn't, yeah, I yeah. think we don't necessarily see all the consequences. No, that could absolutely not. With absolutely the choices not. that we make, and that can kind of, you know, veer off into other. Did everyone issues. hear that? Nick disagreed, <laughs> right. and then we made a distinction, and we're still friends. And no one's uh, dead. There we go. <laughs> so, should, I, should I tell him? I'm not I know. But, <laughs> okay, I'm dead inside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you ready? You want another hug? Okay, I'll, 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 okay we're going in for gonna... number two. We're going in for number two. There we go. They've got two hugs. They've got, got zero. I got zero. Yeah. Am I winning? Yeah. So, um, Markel's Maslow. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, it's it's a pyramid. It's a, you know, sure. it, it's his it's his theory of of, uh, of human motivation. You know, what what motivates us. And basically, on the 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 lowest um, 
the lowest section of the pyramid. It's it's like psychological needs, like food, water, warmth, rest. Mm -hmm. You know, um, basic human needs to survive. Uh, and then above that, it's safety needs, it's security, safety, that kind of stuff. And then it's belongingness and love needs. You know, building building relationships. You know, having romantic partner, partner, partners, whatever, um, or friendships. Uh, and then it's self esteem needs. You know, feeling of accomplishment. What you, what you mentioned. Um, and then the top most part. And it's the smallest is the self-actualization, achieving one's full potential, including creative activities. Uh, and Maslow says that you cannot do, you cannot move up the pyramid if you don't have the one below. Sure. So if we put it into training context, if you have someone, their girlfriend just broke up with them or their mom just died or excuse my apathy, or, you know, they, something just happens to them. They go through a life transition. They're not going to function the same way in here with training because they're, they're because training, I would think, falls under the feeling of accomplishment. Of course. You know, and if you don't have the one before, it's not going to happen. Absolutely. And for trainers to just push it, you know, push through, go through, blah, blah, blah. You're you're putting a square block in a, in a, in a circle hole, bud. Yeah. You know? And, and I say this all the time. Like, foot. we'll have people that come in here. You know, they're working two to three jobs. They have four kids. They're shot. They come in at seven o'clock six o'clock they just had a full 12 hour day yeah and then they work out and they're like yeah wow that workout was awesome i went really hard for that hour i'm like no you've been going hard all day mm -hmm. like <laughs> you you've been going hard all fucking day you've been using glycogen all fucking day mm -hmm. you've been you know you you're you're using norepinephrine you're using all of these other things mm -hmm. Dude, you're, you're, you're shot. Take a rest day tomorrow. Yeah. Like, if I don't know that, if I don't know what the fuck is going on outside of here, like one hour in here doesn't outweigh the other 23 hours outside of the gym. You would think, excuse me, you would think that it would come naturally. You know, yeah. you would think that the more questions you ask, you know, you know what they do if they're willing to share. Um, you know, you think because simultaneously while, whilst you're doing that, you're creating a relationship with your client. Yes. You know, yes. And then they're going to be more motivated to come back to you because they understand or, you know, the trainer understands what they've experienced that day, whether it's whether it's job, career, mental health. You know what I mean? And, you know, what's the point of being here if it's not going to be productive? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I'm you, sure you, yes, you know that. Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, because we talked we talked about it on Friday. And of course, you know, that's that's your whatever you want to share. But yeah, that's what I mean. What do you want to share, Dave? I don't. Know. <laughs> I was just acknowledging that you know you definitely. But I, I tell Dave this that. all the time. Like one of the most important traits in here, and I think this is for a therapist also, is like being relatable. Mm -hmm. It's so yep. fucking like look, the the person that comes in and they love to eat, let's say I don't know brownies every day. This guy. I don't think telling them that they're a piece of shit for eating brownies is the right. It's like yeah, man, like I like to eat brownies too. That's what I mean. Like, like it's okay. You can still have those. They're like, good. Just not every day. They're good. Like They're brownies delicious. are good. I know. Like, especially, yeah. like I don't understand. Right. Yeah. So it's like brownie is life. <laughs> like, right? But again, this goes back to the conversation thing. There's no capacity to put yourself in the other person's person's shoes to become relatable. And I don't know why that's part of the human condition so much because of how the of how humans have evolved. Um, and where we are today, where everything is so interconnected, mm -hmm. um, to a point. So that's kind of, 
in here it's a little bit different because we're able to kind of you know filter who we allow in here mm -hmm. but i think when i have conversations outside of here it's very very hard because there's no attempt on the other end of the person to even try to I think. Go ahead. Well, I mean, if, I mean, finish your point, please. That was it. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, I think reason being is because they're in here with you that you already have a commonality. Exactly. They're here to work out. Right. You know. So of course, having a conversation outside of here might be difficult if you don't have that rapport with someone. Yes. Like, what's the commonality? Who are you? Yeah. Who's exactly. Joe Schmo? Sure. Mm -hmm. You know. Like, so the expectation is just. And that that goes back to like having you know having a certain assumptions about someone you know having having certain uh, ideas about someone before you even have a conversation with them. It's like, why bother having the conversation if you're just going to have an idea about them already and not change it, you know? Mm -hmm. You can have an idea, but it's got to like, be what, written what's the in point? something that Honestly, you can erase. That's like when people say, like, I love, I hate it when, when people say, um, like, oh, you're not going to change my opinion. Why? Why? Yeah, why not? Why not? Like, are you so just stationary? I think that's in your life. I think that's more of what I was talking about. Actually. Oh, okay. What, what you okay. what you just said. I think I just phrased it, and, you know, okay, not right, um, incorrectly. Um, I think people also have a hard time understanding. You do have to risk being offensive to get to the truth. At times, sometimes, depending on what you're talking about. I mean, I don't think people are willing to do that. A lot of people. I mean, I think you can convey certain information that could be looked as offensive yeah. in, in you know, an understanding yeah. tone, you know what I mean? Like sure. I have, you know, I've, I've spoken to clients that I don't agree with them on, any, yeah. on anything, but you know, of course my role is different. You know, I'm not like on the street. I'm, I'm in my, my, my job, but um, still like, I want to build a relationship with them to help them. You know what I mean? So there is a way of, and probably people are like, well, what's the way Nick? Well, there is a way yeah. to, uh, you know, to, to try to convey information. I mean, it's, 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 it's uh, verbal tone. It's, you know, letting someone else take the time to understand what you're actually saying and regurgitate it and process through. Cause sometimes, you know, we can get, we can jump on people, you know, like we just dish out all this information. You don't agree with it. Ah, go away. You know what I mean? And, and you know, like, I know it's just going to sound crazy, but I came to a thing. It was like positioning how you mm. talk to someone is important. So if someone is sitting- Like physical positioning? Yes. Okay. So if someone is sitting on the floor mm -hmm. and they want to have a conversation with me, I'm not going to stand over and talk to them. I, and I noticed even, you do that. Yeah. Even, even if, even if nothing's offensive, I'm being as kind yeah. as I can be, I sit down on the floor with them. I'm like, mm -hmm. hey, let's, have, let's talk. Mm -hmm. Just being on the same eye level as someone. Yes. Even when we do our- our seminars here, I can't tell how many seminars I've had to go to for my mm -hmm. continuing ed and the guys <laughs> on a podium. Why are you on a podium? There's eight people here. What are you, five? Like, do you really, like, like, do you really, yeah. like, I think even if that person is delivering the message, let's say properly and kindly, mm -hmm. it's going to be different as if he, in, it's going to be different if he sat down in a chair, mm -hmm. I level with you. Mm -hmm. And it yeah. was more, I guess, casual. Yeah. No, it, you're absolutely right. I mean, you know, like body posture plays a huge role. Yeah. Uh, Dave talked, we talked about that too. Just like body posture plays, plays a huge role 
in how you feel, you know, how you're going to feel towards someone else. And I've noticed you do that because you do it with me. Yeah. Like when I'm on the floor dying, you know, <laughs> just shitting my pants. Yeah. You come down there and shit your pants with me. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? Like, yes. and we're shitting together. We smeared all over the walls and like, wow, that was rude. <laughs> no. Are you okay? Still Scott? doesn't do well, that. Well, I, I, you have a story. I do? About shitting and, and the bed. Dave, you want to talk? <laughs> I mean, it, it didn't involve you. No, I wasn't involved. I mean, is that a? I don't know. Is that to do with anything? Yeah, uh, I, well, um, we're talking about shit, and there's shit. In yeah, the, is there a in point? The, maybe, maybe I shouldn't have brought. Yeah, up. Yeah. All right. Is there a point to telling that story, or do you just want to hear it, or do you just want people to hear it? I think I, I think I think people want to hear it. You think people want to hear it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you hear that, people? You want you is telling us is just smoking for you. Yeah, so you like that coffee, huh? I do. I do like that coffee. What did you say it's like? Uh, a Negroni. It's a it's a drink. It's a old cocktail. It's very good. It's, oh, it's oh, bitter okay. too, though, and I like that. So okay. That's probably why. Anyway, moving on. Um, moving yeah, on. So <laughs> moving on to the story, the story that has nothing to do with anything. So <laughs> Stelios really thinks this is relevant, and he's the owner of the gym. I'm going to explain how it's relevant. So, okay, so I, I had a friend who told me a story um, about this guy that he knew. I don't know if he was talking about himself. Maybe. Um, so anyway, he, he like went out to a bar, you know, met a girl there and went back to her place and, you know, she was like, oh, you know, let me get you a drink. You know, they were having drinks at her place and then, you know, they, they did the thing and while they were doing the thing, the guy got like kind of a, uh, you know, like, you know, the gurgling in his stomach and everybody who's listening knows what that gurgling means. Yes. That it's about something's, something's about to happen. It's about yeah. to go down. Yeah. Right. So, you know, he, he breathe through it, kind of tried to shook, shook off the, the, the sensation that he had to shit while he uh, was doing the while thing. While he was doing the thing. Yes. And are we talking about coitus? I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what that is. That's another word for sex, but move uh, on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that that would have been a lot funnier. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like that. I, I, don't, I, I like that. I don't know okay. what it means. Okay. You can uh, use that. It's worth a day. Okay. 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 I'm going to use okay. that. Uh, so they were doing, what's the word? Coitus. Coitus. Because coitus. Right, so the thing they were doing was coitus. I used it in a sense. Yeah. Good <laughs> you bud. Cool. You're learning, man. <laughs> so anyway. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> anyway, you know, he the sensation to shit kind of got out of hand. And while well, he shit everywhere, all over the bed. All over the bed. And, you know, out, of, out of embarrassment and shame, he <laughs> ran out of the room. Yeah. And into the bathroom to like, I don't know what the hell he was doing in there. But... You know, it took him a while to come out because he was really embarrassed and like didn't know how he was going to face this this woman. And he came out of the bathroom to find her in the bed playing in all of his shit because she had a fetish. I was optimistic. Wait. Oh, oh, so oh. she Wait. gave him a laxative. Laxative. She Beforehand, because she wanted to play in his shit. That's what was in the drink. That's why I told. Him I was optimistic. Drink. Now, how the fuck is that relevant to yeah. that? Now, this is going to be a reach, but go ahead. If they would have had a conversation beforehand, all of that could have been averted. You're the biggest loser I've ever met in my life. <laughs> Seriously. That's that's how I that's how I kind of tied that in. There. I appreciate it. You wasted five minutes. Th th that was that was I'm that was good. Totally, I, I'm totally kidding. I I, I, I tied it in. Well, you're right. You are right. Oh yeah, right, you're right, right, right. If they would have no, defined I, I yes. what sex meant to each person. Even, even like sexual fetishes, you know, so many especially with that. Yeah. Like so many people are so hesitant. But I mean we can go we can talk about sex therapy. 
I think another, that another I think, podcast. I, yeah, I think that'll be a separate podcast because that is because <laughs> that's a whole other wormhole. I want to say we can go deep on that one, but <laughs> you're so punny, still. I I know. I, I know. Swear I know. Go deep, you can reach, reach around, reach around, <laughs> all sorts of things. So yeah, so going back to conversations, that was one. Was I don't one. know if I wanted to have it, but I had this, it. This is one, unfortunately. So. <laughs> How do you define truth? Uh, there, okay. both of you. Dave, well, I think I think that everybody's definition of truth is subjective. Objective. Which one? Subject is individualized. Objective is yeah. Objective as a whole, is, like, as a whole. Like, yeah. academic so, or you know, yeah. So I think yourself. truth is something that is kind of proven, like to me, because something that might be proven true to me might not be true to you. Mm-hmm. And they can't, they can both be true at the same time, but that doesn't mean that they are. Did I define it? I mean, it's, it's your definition. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, it's whatever you okay, think it's it defined. is. Um, I would say I'm, I'm very rigid with this. Um, okay. Because of, uh, I guess, my academic background. Um, I, I don't I don't necessarily I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to sound like, a, like an ass I'm just saying like, okay. like you know my, my mind you know my mind man um I, I I have a hard time uh, thinking that you know truth is subjective um, I understand that people experience things again I also understand that my definition is very rigid um, you know so but because there are a lot of elements um, perceptually that like, you know, goes back to like, I think therefore I am, everything is everything else is open to interpretation. Um, and, you know, I, I tend to think that truth is more objective. Um, sure. Which, you know, out, outside of yourself. And um, I think that you have very, I think people have very close personal experiences and they're, you know, living through it day to day and they could use the word truth. Um, but for me, I have a hard time. I mean, I, I bring this up because, I mean, that's really why we have the conversation in the first place. We're mm-hmm. trying to find out what is true, what's true for myself, what's true in the world that, you know, we live in. Mm-hmm. Like, like, and again, I think it goes back to a control thing. I need to find out what is true mm-hmm. so I can kind of reconcile what's going on around me. That's kind of mm-hmm. why I give the people back in the day with the religion, like, you know, like the mm-hmm. Greeks, they had to, like, how else are you supposed to reconcile a thunderbolt coming down? Yeah childbirth and an earthquake like in in fairness out sure. of all the religions both poly and molly yeah uh, and yeah yeah not molly mm-hmm. mono, 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 mono 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 i know what you meant i know what you meant yeah. uh poly and mono yes. um i i think the most realistic is greek mythology i'm uh, surprised be, that you said because that. because well it you have multiple gods for multiple elements and i'm not even talking about yeah. like like physical earth elements i'm talking about like you know war yeah you know uh and it they're the gods were human in their appetites they weren't these uh beings who were objectively perfect or beneficent as yes omnibenevolent omniscient yes, that, yeah. are, that were more like more mono uh religions tried to try to push um so yeah so both even even roman like you know any roman greco yeah. uh you know mythology that has it's more i guess re, it's more grounded yes. than the expectations of a mono. Yeah, and and I think it's a desperation thing too. How how so? Like again, like I can't understand why these things are happening. Yeah. So I turn to this 
uh, not extraterrestrial, but this this outer this this deity or this thing outside of what I already know to be normal, right? It's like mm. this extra ultra mm. thing that has control over everything. And I don't want to say religion is the uh, take it easy there, bud. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not against. <laughs> look, look, look. I'm not against anyone that is religious. I think if you find solace in that, as long as you're not hurting anyone or anything, I think that's fine. Crusades, but go on. Yeah, sure. No, no, I, I get it. No, no, listen. I, I totally get no, it. I, I understand. I, I totally get it. But, um, is it good to have? Sorry. Am I too close to you? Nope. Okay. Because this is like a faith thing. I have to have faith in my own beliefs, whether that's like a religious yes. thing. It's that... my truth. I have to have faith. Is it good to have faith? Yes. I think Tell me why. faith is not something that is strictly a religious element. It is a human okay. element. Sure. You know, at least from my, from what I understand what faith is, there is blind faith where you just, you know, but you believe it no matter what. Um, you know, there's there's realistic faith where like there's limitations, you know. Any sort of hope, you know, and Greeks used hope, you know, at the bottom of Pandora's yes. box yes. was the white hope. dove of yep. hope. You know, yes. it wasn't it wasn't faith, you know what I mean? So when they they can kind of they can kind of um they can overlap in some ways i do think that human beings needs a sense of motivation going back to maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs you know to to live existentially um and that's why like you know in philosophical terms if you know we're talking existentially the questioning of human existence why we're here you know what 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 do we do now that we are here why do you think we're here yeah. Dude, really? <laughs> I just threw it. You were a... running, and I just threw Dude, it. Honestly, and you almost went in. There, I mean, there. Honestly, I don't know if there's like a correct answer to that because there's absurdity. You know, there's nihilism. People who think that there is no reason. You are. Well, here. you are a nihilist. I would consider myself a nihilist. Yeah, on the objective level, which level. means, it, in essence, it doesn't matter. I do think that human beings are indifferent to the world. Okay. I cool. don't necessarily think that there is you know it interconnected with the universe you know we're here for i think a lot of it is at random and that's another sure. element of philosophy is like randomness you know how much it actually plays in what we do and what happens um you know uh but on a personal level on a subjective level um i i do have a meaning to my life you know i do i do think that i have a meaning i do have motivation to live you know i'm not someone who's just like man there's no reason like you know you don't go home and some, sit, sit in the dark yeah like you know some guy at a coffee like life is pointless life is meaningless you know like that you know beatnik kind of like poetry well i i meaningless man <laughs> just do what you want i don't think that you know i i, I think because i think the faith thing's important because i think it's easy to misplace that what faith yeah i think to have faith in yourself is so freaking important i think we get distracted maybe including myself with these other things um like i i told my mom this the other day because you yeah. know she pretty much had a nervous breakdown when i not a nervous breakdown but she got pretty upset yeah she, she had a nervous she, yeah she imploded <laughs> when i told her i don't i don't you know I'm like an agnostic, right? So I believe okay. that there's something there. I just don't know what. Could be a god, could be aliens, could be the the you it's the universe. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I yeah. I sell not sell, sorry. I say I don't know. Okay. And that's my yeah. As opposed to religion, which is, you know, they're selling certainty, right? Yeah. They're saying, I know exactly what happens, and you have to have faith. And I think this and I and I told my mom this, I go, Mom, look, you're a single mom, you put yeah. me through 
Uh, you put me through school. You had a roof over my head. You worked every day. Like you worked really hard. You did everything a mother should do, like pretty much all by yourself. And you say it's because of Jesus or it's because of God. As opposed to saying, wow, like this is because of me, meaning her. So, I was able yeah. to not just myself and also mm -hmm. my grandfather, my grandmother. Like I put faith in and trust in these people and in myself to do this thing. Yeah. Think about the different types of different type of confidence you're gonna have going through life, knowing that this was a direct result of your of your resiliency and determination as opposed to this so other being I, upstairs if i could be devil's advocate no pun intended. please uh please you know i would say that i think some people when they say that you know they are they are giving credit to their support system and their relationship with a deity sure uh, and him or her or whatever being that support system and humanistically we all have support systems whether you go through a therapist to the therapist whether you have family who supports you you know why would i come here if i think i can do everything on my own why would i come to your gym if i gotcha. like what's the point yeah you know i can do everything on my own i have the highest self-esteem right. in the world right. like there's no point you know so i think everyone does have a sense of support system um and to give credit to that is important because okay. it is it is it is humility at its in its purest form so you think what you're saying is maybe that it's possible that Stelios's mother's faith in religion is kind of what got her, gave her some strength to do yeah. all that shit. Yeah, and it, okay. it happens. People, people who have a good relationship with God or, you know, whoever their God is, you know, they have a, they have a support system that will never go away. And that's fine. Like, I don't have a yeah, problem with I, that. I know. I'm just, I'm saying yeah. in terms of like what you're saying with like having, having the recognition to say, I did that. I should give myself credit. You should. Yeah. I'm not saying you shouldn't because even in, in a therapy context, you're still doing the work. Of course. I'm not. I'm here. Like, of course. I'm here for an hour max once a week, maybe, maybe two. If, if you know, you really want to talk to them a lot, you know, however often you want to go see your therapist. I, if you're getting better and you're telling and you're doing, or you're taking what I'm saying into consideration, um, you're, you're doing the work. I'm not doing it for you. So yes, but to recognize that there's a potential that you might not have known to do those things, or you might not have known to to understand certain things without that support system is humility, I think, in its purest form. And, and I think it's maybe it is a thing, but not the only thing. Like it is not the only. What route. is it? What are you talking about? Uh, in this case, uh, your religion. Uh, religion. Okay. It, I don't think it should be maybe the only thing. We become overly no, overly not. dependent. Yeah, and, and therapy is also not the only thing. Anything. You know, there's so much that goes into Anything. it. Anything. Yeah. Because what happens when that thing caves? Look, I go to the church. I see my priest. I see whoever. The church burns down. Now where do I go? Another church? Yeah. No, well, let's say there is oh. none. Let's just say oh, hypo no, oh, okay. hypothetically. Oh. <laughs> let's just say there is none. Like, where Rushing do I go? churches? Like, and we saw this. We <laughs> saw this during, at least I did during the pandemic, like during the initial quarantine, uh -huh. you had these people that were extremely fit. These were mostly CrossFitters. Yeah. No gym. They didn't know what to do with themselves. No, yeah, I'm, I'm included. These people completely fucking imploded. They did not know what the fuck to do. No. It was amazing. And this is part of the human condition. It's like we, mm -hmm. we focus too much on that one thing as a support system when I think you should have multiple. Yeah, you, you should have 
it's it's hard because some you know some people are introverts, some people are out uh, extroverts. extroverts, some people some people are are omniverts or a combination of both, you know. So if if you're a person who their you know their outlets are external things like either going out to a bar, socializing, you know, going to concerts, doing all these things that make you feel good, that transition abruptly, which it was, to now try to figure out what to do internally and that's such a hard thing to do that's why therapists you know tried now are now trying to do everything through through a zoom you know zoom sessions or over the phone and here's a question and again this might be a really ridiculous question maybe it's it's probably too early but i'm just saying because it's been a year okay how do you think this will be taught in textbooks what happens from a psychological perspective in terms of people wearing masks um, um, the lockdowns specifically, I'm talking about the United States, forget about the other countries, I'm talking okay. about specifically the United States. Um, because we have so many different um, cultures, we have so much diversity, which I don't have a problem with, no, no, no. you know, yeah. say it again, say it again, which I don't have a problem with. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't. I don't know. That is a really that's a because we're kind of still in it. You know yeah, what I mean? That's a very I, I know we're still in time it. question. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you had to like, I think guess. I think you could try to come to some sort of conclusion because you can still make conclusions with the Spanish flu sure. that happened in eight, uh, 1918. Um, you know, uh, and how things were different. Of course, you know, I think people were actually able. I don't know if people were able to deal with it easier back then because they didn't have all the technology that we had. If you were, you know, if you're able to just sit in your room and play video games and you're fine with that, you're fine probably during COVID, you know? Sure. Um, whereas they didn't have that technology, you know, you can put pieces together. I don't know. I don't know how they would teach that at, at an academic level. They might. I'm, ta- I'm just, talking about. Or just what do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, from like a cycle, like, look, this is. Like when they do case studies or when they look at, you know, um, when they look at how societies develop because of a, because of something that happens. So, for example, mm-hmm. um, World War Two, five year, okay. you know, five year period. Right. And how six. So, sorry, six year period and the effect that that had on society. Mm-hmm. Right. There are some people that talk about that. There are some people yeah. who don't like. You know, I mean, we talk about it yeah. because we're also history buffs. Like, we like history. Um, well, psychologically, but, like, what do you think is happening to society as of now from, from World War Two? From from oh, from, from COVID. Um, I psychologically. think. I think it's only going to really have a, a strong effect on certain age groups. You know, like elaborate and like kids, like kids that are maybe just coming in like just going into the age of going to school and then all of a sudden they they didn't go to school or like they just kind of started forming like they just started they got to the point where their brains could kind of form memories and all of a sudden mm-hmm. they have memories and everybody's where everybody's wearing a fucking mask and everybody's talking about mm-hmm. covid and it's on a regular basis everybody's talking about these things it's not like it's like um, here and there it's it's shaped human life for a year and if that's some like a kid's like first year of like cognitive memory yeah stuff like that there are going to be differences but i think i don't know how much of an impact a year is going to do on the grand scheme of things okay where do you think it could go just just hype you know i think it's going to change things it's it's hard from a psychological point of view i think people you know they might 
they might get used to more remote jobs. I think businesses are going to realize that they're going to save a hell of a lot of money by not having a house to put their business in. You know, they're just going to put everything online. You work remotely. This is what we do. You do everything through Zoom. And then there's more opportunities to have remote jobs um, just because, you know, corporations realize that you don't need a place to actually have a business. They were forced to learn what meetings could have been a phone call. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And what jobs could essentially be remote and don't, you don't have to go into the I, office. I have a theory, if I may. Oh, I think, I think you're going to have bro. more of a minute. Well, it's everyone's, you know, yeah. everyone's on you. It's gym. It's my house. I think there will be like a minimalist, uh, uh, maybe like a push towards minimalism because of what's going on. Because I, I don't. in that. Huh? I think we're already in there. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think we're in it now. Even without COVID, we're going towards a minimalist. Sure, I, I think so too. I think because, uh, again, maybe this is part of the human condition. It's to be, you know, do more with less maybe, right? Um, to a point. It's like, look, like I don't it's have actually... to I don't have to hunt every day. I do a big hunt for a day, so mm-hmm. I'm good for the rest of the week. So I don't have to expend as much energy. Then I start farming. Yeah. So I don't have to go out and get – so I think that's what – and. And I was going to bring up that example. Um, um, these businesses, everything's going to start being remote. Maybe people don't leave the house as much and things are getting delivered to their house. So maybe they get happening. rid of the cars. Yeah, I think it with technology, yes. like not even with COVID. Like, right. you know, video games are keeping people. And I only use video games because it's like yes, such but a. I think this expedited it because now there's yeah. less, there's less of a desire to maybe go out because, you know, people are worried yeah. about this and things. I, I mean, like I think this has been warned for a while now. You know, a sort of uh, warned or warranted. I'm warned, warned. Warned. Okay. You know, this this kind of scenario has been warned for a while now. Okay. You know, and this is not something that has just come out of the blue. And we mm-hmm. think that we're invincible to different diseases that could possibly develop, um, even in you know Antarctica because global warming uh, is melting the ice caps. There are so many bacteria, yes, and true. microorganisms that are now coming back to life because of the ice caps melting that could essentially wipe us out. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't mean to scare listeners. Um, Even though your voice is generally getting deeper, <laughs> I know it's getting like deeper a, and like deeper. A, it sounds like you're doing a movie trailer. You're all going to burn. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, <laughs> this may. Um, no. I'm just saying, like, these, like, this is not something that is new. You know, Of course, we might not think about it because, again, we're preoccupied with what we do. We, you know, Why would we? You know, We think we're safe, but um, we're not. <laughs> Um, well, there are things that, you know, we're, we're human beings. Things could happen to us. We've not, we have not been here that long, you know? So yeah, like we're, we're very vulnerable. I think. Do you think we're more vulnerable now than let's say like pre COVID four or 500 years ago? No. Between medical technology that we have now and the age expectancy uh, increasing every year. Yeah. So I think there's a caveat to that. I think people were maybe more resilient in terms of um being self-sufficient you know more people knew how to farm they knew how to work with their hands more if they were thrown if they like i guarantee you if like half a long island was thrown to the wilderness or new york even they'd be a big problem oh i've always said people don't know how to there's a zombie outbreak you you know what i mean uh, so i i think that's the caveat it's like yeah like we developed all of these technologies which are great mm -hmm. but we lost that we, we also lost that part of our humanity, which was this connection to the earth, learning, knowing how to hunt, how to farm, how to use our hands and stuff. I think 
I mean, I, again, I think it was kind of inevitable for that to happen. Yeah. Like even like, you know, the, the first men to, to migrate, you know, out of, you know, uh, creating, creating a spear, you know, cause then you could say that argument, Oh, you're using a spear instead of your hands. You know, like what's wrong with yeah, you? You know I, what I mean? And so it's kind of like an inevitable thing because it's just in the human condition to make technolo technological advances. I, I agree. Yeah, you know? I agree it's inevitable, but yeah. I I don't think it should be forgotten at the same time. That look, there I think there is a it's so hard to remember though. To, to farm and yeah, for the people I'm for the people who go to spears to use to, to hunt and they're not using a rock or something. That's the example I'm using because that's like the baseline, you know. Like, why would you even think to Sorry. use? Why would you even think? Sorry, Davey's use... playing footsie with me. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I'm listening. Wait, if I'm gonna wrap me just, out. Why would you even think to use a rock when you can just use a spear? And right. if, and if you could keep creating spears, yeah, but yeah, the rock I, becomes the rock obsolete. Be, I understand the rock you know? becomes obsolete, but I don't think Such I don't a think conversation. I don't think like I don't think farming becomes obsolete. No, I, I don't. And those are, there are some things about, I can't because I'm organically. About the, no. I'm talking about the unavoidable things. Okay, okay. I'm talking about the unavoidable um, things. I mean, if yeah, go ahead. farming isn't obsolete, how we farm changes though. Sure. We have industrial farms. Sure. You know, we have mass amounts of food. Mass. Just no, we do. No, no. I try to put the emphasis the with that like, yeah. effect. We have just mass amounts of food, you know, and like. Compared to what we had that's back in like the Neolithic uh, yeah. ages, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah that's why we're all puppy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember th there's a meme somewhere out on Instagram. I hope it's people like, laugh when they yeah, yeah, to uh, yeah. There's <laughs> a meme. There's a meme out on. I saw it on Instagram. It's like God looking. It's like. It's like um, it's God looking down at the earth, and he's like, you know, <laughs> looking down, and he goes, "I gave these motherfuckers cows for milk, and they're trying to make it out of fucking almonds and cashews. What a bunch of idiots!" <laughs> I mean, like, even you, you know what I mean. But again, I understand. We I mean, figured out one thing. I mean, almond you know? milk and like oat milk and like alternative dairy products have been used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. So long I, I just like the fun. fab. Yeah, no, I know, yeah. I know what you're saying, yeah. but um, I, I think. Because of the technological advances we have, there is a need for less farmers. And that's why farming and isn't as, you know, even the tractor, the fucking tractor. You don't need to go out there and, and pick yourself. And you just I'm gonna drive show it you, out there. I'm going to show you where this all ties in. Yeah, please, because I'm, I'm, I'm responding. I'm I, I think because of this age of information <laughs> or this because of the age of information or disinformation mm. and because everything is so easily accessible that we are having a hard time having a conversation with other people because it's like, um, I almost don't need to at this point. Have a conversation or? Yeah. Cause it's okay. If I want to learn about something, mm -hmm. I pull up my YouTube channel. Yeah. I pull up my, uh, no, yeah. my, my app. And yeah, you've been very quiet. Yeah. I'm just listening. Dave's taking it all in. All right. Shut up. <laughs> are, we, are we scaring you? But, but, but that's, okay, but that's kind of, but I think that's kind of like the, the underlying problem here that I think, Maybe technology has advanced too quick. Not not too quick. No, we have we I, haven't I caught up. Too quick. Yeah, like, I, we I, haven't I, caught I up yet. Yeah. I feel like we haven't caught up yet. And now we're not catching be, up. Yeah, and we're not. And we're never gonna catch and up. And we're never gonna catch so. up, right? Yeah. I mean, we're everything's so easily accessible mm -hmm. that I don't need to seek out anymore. Like this, we talk about this all all the time. Like mm -hmm. you need to sometimes 
you know, seek out the teacher. You need to wait on the porch. You need to go through this process mm -hmm. to find the person that's going to help you. Mm -hmm. So you can have these conversations. And I feel like because of, yeah. You know, I challenge you to do something because I want challenge to know, me. Unless if you, if you don't, if you don't already know this um, is because I think a lot of what you're talking about is based on Eastern philosophy. It is. Uh, yeah. Cause I, I hear it and I know you, so I know oh. that you, you know, you're all about Eastern yes. philosophy. So I get it. And I want you to kind of come to a conclusion or have some sort of theory about how do you think Eastern cultures are handling this? Because they have a community. They have a community of culture. Yes, I they do. They do not have an individualist. Individualist. I can't even say. Individualistic. It. Excuse me while I have my stroke. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> individualistic. Yeah, culture. cultures. So they are going to seek out community more than others, and they in countries like Japan have technology even far than here, further advanced than here. So please. Yeah. So I guess your question is. How do I have, how come they, I guess, rephrase the question for me. What? Not necessarily how they are connected. Were you even asking a question? Oh, I think so. <laughs> yeah, you were, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was more of, it was more of a uh, proclamation. Okay. Sure. Sure. <laughs> like, um, how, how do you think an Eastern culture, cause you live, mm -hmm. you lived in where China? Yeah. You lived I studied in, in China. You studied in China. Yeah. You know, um, you have that reference. Mm -hmm. I don't, Okay. you know? How do you think the principle that we just talked about of interconnectedness, you know, is technology actually a variable? Because if they're still able to have interconnectedness based on their culture and they still have advanced technologies, is technology really the variable? Okay. I think that's a, I think that's a definitely a good. I'm not saying you need to answer it now because it's a loaded question. It is. You know, I think what I would say is because the majority of China is poor. Okay. And because that technology just got there okay. in, re in rel relative to everywhere else, mm -hmm. um, I think it hasn't hit there yet as okay. much as it has here. And they also have a lot more control over the information over there. Yeah, they do. Yeah. As opposed to here. Here is a free for all for the yeah. most part. There a lot of freedom things. of expression. Clause. Yes. So, First for amendment. example, let me give you an example. <laughs> when I went to one of the parks in Beijing. Okay. Um, first i thought people were littering and it mm. wasn't there's literally i'm not kidding tens of thousands of pictures of people's faces mm. with their bio on it all over the place okay. on this huge wall okay bulletin like big bulletin boards huge mm. and it literally has a tab with the phone number mm -hmm. that you just pull off you know like you're looking for a babysitter you're looking for a math tutor and it's got the phone number yeah, and you yeah. And I asked my – like, what is this? Go, this is how people date here. Okay. Dating there is an advertisement thing. Yeah. The really wealthy families like – the episode of Black Mirror. Yeah. You ever seen that episode? I haven't seen Nuts. it, but I did hear about it. Like, people – like, famous Watch will it. actually it's buy freaky. a billboard for their daughter, for their son, and yeah. they'll place it up there. Mm -hmm. um, that's going to be something really hard to change. The way yeah. I, I think it's hard to per and I think that's one of the reasons why they have they decide to have such a control on information and technology because they have this culture that's been around much longer than the United States. Oh, absolutely, yes, yeah. yes. I mean, most of the world has been around most of us, longer yeah. than well, the United yeah, States. Exactly, such a young country. Yes. Um, well, this is why it's a challenge because I know that you live in China, but yes. I want you to look at other cultures in Asia. Sure. You know, okay. like, like Japan, because sure. it's a different. 
whole different ball game. Yes, absolutely. But the same type of commutative. Yes. Um, and the culture. very and the very homogeneous also. Yeah. I think that also has a role because okay. if you because I think it's easier. Can you to, define uh, homogeneous? Like homogeneous. What, what sure. Mean? Like what can, uh, context? Meaning uh, the same the same background in terms of genome and also lack of diversity is what yes. you're saying. Okay. Yes. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I think it's, I think it's easier. I think it's easier to control. My mind's going a mile a minute right maybe, now. maybe, maybe <laughs> control. I think it's easier to control or maybe start twitching. manage. I think maybe a group of people, if their culture is exactly the same or at least. Yes. I mean, of course, principally or principality, yeah. whatever you want to say. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah, I, diversity I so. plays. I mean, we see that in Europe too. Sure. You know, it's not only Asia, but yeah. But but I think that's my that's my answer to that. That they have a long-standing, very rigid uh, philosophy that's still there, and it's able to exist and stay strong because of mm -hmm. a lack of diversity there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's very very difficult to change that. I mean, it yes. And yeah. that's and that's endless. That's that's what that's. I mean, the thing. I'm yeah. I mean, that's wrong. their history. That's just you their can't thing. you know you can't yeah. change it. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's kind of my answer to that. Okay. Fair enough. I hope okay. I answered it. I mean, I think, yeah. I mean, again, it's a loaded question. I mean, we could just talk about that for hours. Yeah, absolutely. You we know, talk about a lot so, of things for hours. Like, I guess even, are you smiling too so much? Yeah. I mean, look at me. <laughs> it's true. I really only come for Dave. I don't, I don't come for, for Stell. Is that what you, you're mad about? C-O-M-E, not C-U-M. Is that why you're mad when I'm not here? Yeah. Very, okay. He very, only comes for you, Dave. C-O-M-E. C-O-M-E. Keep it PG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I mean this. <laughs> Come yeah, to I the gym. Even, I didn't even think the other thing. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Did you? The, yeah, I, I did. I, I did. And that's I did. why I did. he was smirking and I was, I had to make the discretion. <laughs> the, the distinction. I'm dressing up with his eyes. So, I think to wrap things up. That was my um, conversation. What, David, do you have any, like, final thoughts or anything? Because I, I have some. Any final thoughts, Jerry? Any final thoughts? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Or do you do you want to start with that or please Dave say something? I have no more thoughts. Dave's tapped out. No, I, I destroyed myself in the first half. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I don't know. I, I think I think people need to learn patience, you know. I think patience is important to have a conversation. I think uh, you know, really trying to understand what the other, you know, other person's perspectives are. Uh, and this is not something, you know, you can just talk to everybody and think that it's going to happen. I think that's um, important. You mm -hmm. need to really look intrinsically, you know, and, and internally, uh, before you, um, you know, try to get other people's perspectives. I, I think, yeah. And I think that's kind of, and we talked about this last night. I don't. I think you need to understand yourself first before you try to convince someone else of something that they maybe disagree with. Mm -hmm. I guess also from a mental health perspective, I can go on a spiel. Just sure, it's also okay to ask for help to do that. You know, of course, not, it's not something that you know we we try to not throw judgment because you you know you're you're trying to grow, not trying to dick around like you're trying to you know you're trying to do better for yourself and that, i think everybody's trying to do that in some form of capacity you know yeah and yeah i think there's an aspect of personal development inside mentally that's mm -hmm. overlooked and i don't think it's pursued mm -hmm. enough 
because we're too worried about what's on the outside, right? Mm -hmm. I think, you know, oh, I got to have the 22 inch biceps. Mm -hmm. I got to have the six pack abs. <laughs> Who cares if I don't acknowledge the last 10 years of my life that yeah. got me here and what the significance of that is. And now when I go and have yeah. a conversation, I'm like a piece of fucking cement mm -hmm. because I have never questioned ever one thing that I've ever thought or said to anyone. And even like for, you know, for a personal trainer perspective, uh, from a client's you know, point of view, pointing to myself, um, you know, the, one of the things that I like what, you know, you guys do, uh, and still the conversations that we have is that, you know, you did try to get to know me, you know what I mean? I wasn't just a paycheck to you. Um, and building that rapport is only going to make you more paychecks. <laughs> like, you right. know what I mean? You know, so like, just, just, just treat people like human beings, but to do that, understanding what, how, and why human beings function the way they do. Yeah. And ask questions. Read a book. Not an e-book. E -book. No, a fucking book. Actually, there is research to say that if you read a physical book, you, uh, you retain more information than if you read it on a screen. The same if you write versus we typing, right? I don't know, but I, I would think so. Well, because when you, when you're writing something, like if I'm, if I'm in a, say I'm in a lecture hall slower and somebody and a professor is, is spewing out a bunch of shit at me and I'm typing it out. It's another thing. If they're spewing it out to me, I'm thinking about it. I'm hearing it and I'm writing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, I'm taking yeah. it in with a bunch I of different I cannot abilities. read an ebook. I have a I mental block. To buy I Kindle. won't, I won't do it. I, I, I agree. need a hard, I need a hard book. You just gave me a book. There's something when you give someone a book that you love and there's highlights in it. Mm -hmm. Some of the pages. Why'd are dog they highlight that? Yeah. Exactly. Some yeah. of the pages are dog-eared. It's older. Like that's all part it of has, that experience. Exactly. That's all yeah. part of that experience. I have to say there are some books that I will not accept from another person because I feel naughty and I want my own experience. With <laughs> Just putting that out there. Like, Ooh, I'm like cheating on the, you know, green eggs and ham. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> of course. Do you have that anymore? Huh? Yeah, that's still on the shelf. That's still on the shelf. Still on the yeah. shelf. Man. Okay. It's, still, on the it's shelf. still on the shelf. I think. I think the three books that no one reads are not on the shelf. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's <laughs> there you go. There you go. I, I think that uh, people, it's not that they've forgotten how to communicate. It's just that they don't do it. You know, they're so absorbed in this. I'm, I'm lifting up my phone, by the way. Reading what everybody else is doing or talking to and constantly being connected. Just, they're too yeah. connected and they're not connected enough to the people that are around them and to themselves. Yeah. And that's another thing too. Uh, and it's something that I wrote again in this big wall of text here. Um, is that when I got, when I have a conversation, shut up. When I have a conversation with somebody, I know because I know myself that I'm, I can get very, very defensive. Yeah, me too. And I've and yes, we're both notorious for it's, it, which is why when we talk I, sometimes it's pretty bad. And I want to make a distinction on a human level. That's a natural thing that happens because anytime you're having a conversation that are that is might be more complex than the weather, it's challenging yeah. your ideas. And again, we don't want to change. Human beings evolutionarily they they're creatures of habit Path of least so resistance. that it's 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 a it's a defense mechanism you know it's a natural thing to happen and that's why to take a step back to understand okay you're getting defensive ask them why are you getting defensive yeah that's fine man you know i'm not even i'm not even you trying see to how like, he said that though it, and that's what i'm saying up, tone like why well, are you getting so fucking defensive why are you yelling at me still yeah, like, it's yeah. Just, <laughs> you know it's like you know, it's okay, man. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not here. I'm just here to have a conversation. It completely shifts the person's perception on what the kind of conversation you're having. 
Yeah. yeah. And one of the reasons I can stay calm when someone's talking to me is if I, I know I'm going to get defensive no matter what they say. And if I start to feel it building up, I'm like, okay, why are you getting defensive? I might not hear what they're saying anymore because I'm like, you're very good at that internal monologue. There's mm. times I've teed off on <laughs> it. Doesn't exist. Go ahead. Stelios, yeah. So I, I get the idea. <laughs> I get the idea. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm getting defensive. Why do I need to be defensive? And, yeah. and it's like, yeah, Stelios came in here one day. <laughs> Which day are we talking about? It was. I came in and I feel bad because he was really upset. And I'm <laughs> I'm I, I, it was really, it was, I think. So I, I came in about. and like, I was like, all right, you know, it's, it's one I'm going to have a protein shake. Let me do my thing. And like for a while, you know, again, the quarantine and, and the entire 2020 did a number. Yes, it did a number on everybody, but I'm sorry. It did a number on the gyms more than anybody else. I don't care about who you are. Yeah. Unless, think, you, unless think, you were in a nursing home, I, I, think, <laughs> I think the I think the restaurant business and the gym as well. Yeah. I will say the restaurant. Yeah, business. I can get behind that for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think. Um, yeah. So, so anyway, I came uh, in here one day and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna make a protein shake." So I started like, you know, stirring up my protein powder with my spoon. And I guess Stelios had just had like a, a debacle. Like he was really. Uh, I was keeping it in for how many months? Yeah, just yeah. emotional nine months. Yeah. And, uh, I was trying really hard. I mean, to interrupt. Okay. I was trying really hard not to lay it out on everyone else. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I notoriously am very loud with my silverware. <laughs> it's still, it's, he was playing like, drums, the was, steel drums, the steel drums, the protein shaker. And I knew it was. Mad I knew yeah, it was coming because the, 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 the couple of days prior, he kept saying, "He's like, what are you doing? Are you playing the drums over there?" And I'm like, "Jesus, I'm just trying to fucking eat, dude. You want me to go out to my fucking car?" You know. <laughs> yeah. So. Anyway, I'm I'm stirring the thing, and he's like, I, I I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, man, I'll see you later. And he's just like, I gotta, I gotta leave. I can't take it. I can't take it. I didn't know what he was talking about though. And I'm just like, I'm sitting there banging my fucking spoon. And I'm like, all right, dude, what's your problem? I'm like, all right, man, I'll, I'll see you later. And he's just like, put the, put the fucking spoon, Dave. He's like, stick me the fucking drums every fucking day. You eat, and you you eat so many times a day, like every time you're playing the yeah. drums. And I'm like. I'm like, oh, my bad, bro. I didn't, I didn't know it was that much of a problem. And then he starts giving me shit about all this other stuff with, <laughs> the, with the this and the this. And he starts fucking throwing markers. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there. I'm just, stirring, I'm just stirring my shake. And I'm like, all right, bro. He's like, I gotta, he's like, he's like, he's like I got to get out of here. I, I, I can't take it anymore. And I'm like, all right, man, I'll see you when you get back. <laughs> and like, he wants to tell me he can't take it like a hundred times. And I'm like, all right, dude, call me if you need anything. I'll be here. <laughs> Because I knew he wasn't mad about the fucking spoons. And then, well, and that's that's another thing too. Is I, I think when people get angry, I think when people get angry, like I, there's not a realistic statistic that I actually use, but I think the majority of the time, it's really not about you. Okay, like it's really not about you. I, if I, I can agree. Mad, I, I can agree to a point. I, it, it, sure. if, if of course, if something's if, if someone's behavior is affecting you, fine. <laughs> but I'm saying like if a situation like that. Obviously, that was not directly only about you playing yes. the drums and silverware. There's a bigger picture going on there. You know what I mean? And let me tell you something. He was so calm that he didn't even move. I kept stirring my protein. <laughs> he just no, but that's how I react sometimes. But I was a bit... Like, I'm just like, all right, man, whatever. Like, obviously, you're mad about something. I was like, all right, man, like, I'll see you later. Like, like nothing happened. Yeah. And then I think I called you up. I think yeah. I was crying on the phone. I, I swear crying. to God. I was, I'm sorry, man. I'm like, he, he left and I'm like, I looked at my phone and I'm like, all right, it's actually, five, I give it till two. You know what happened? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what happened? I was walking, I was still living with Amanda's family. 
And, and I was walking around the block because I didn't want my fucking family to hear me crying on the phone. Yeah. So I'm just crying on the phone. I'm like apologizing to Dave while I'm crying yeah. on the phone. There's like some kid on his bike looking at me like, this loser. I don't want to become an adult. Like, look at this fucking loser. Like, it was just like, oh my God. I was doing like laps. A roller coaster Oh, that just went down. It, it wasn't up. It just went down. down. It went up for a while. It went up for about nine months. It went up. <laughs> yeah, but that—that's you know. Happened. But that's the thing is, if you take, I feel like if you take the time to learn who you are as a person, you know, you can kind of get a sense of how you're going to react to people. And he also talking to yes. you. And he also learned me. Like that. That. Yeah, <laughs> Like he learned, like he took the time. Like imagine if, like that could have went really bad. Yeah, I mean, that could have. Yeah, that could have been, yeah. been real bad. Like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, especially with everything going on. Yeah, yeah. I, get, I get it. You know, and that's another thing too. Is I know, I know exactly what he had been up to. Every single, what he had been in, what put in front of every day. Yeah. yeah. You know, if I run into somebody I don't know, and like you, I don't really know what you do on a day to day. If mm-hmm. you came in and you lost your fucking mind at me. I don't know what you did beforehand. Yeah. Like, I don't know what happened to you, you right before you walked in the door. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, th- I think it's important to acknowledge that, though. It's important to acknowledge, like, it's probably not really about you. And like, you if have, I just come yeah. in here and start yelling, why would you think that that's necessarily towards you unless you were doing something? Mm-hmm. And you have no idea what happened before. Yeah. Hand. Now, that yeah. doesn't, now, that that doesn't that mean it excuses people doing that. No, I'm not saying that it justifies, mm-hmm. but understanding leads you to a better solution than just saying, like, they're crazy. Yeah, like, they took that guy who yelled at you for not talking to those people in front of you online for not wearing a mask. Yeah, I wonder if he was. That was insane. Did we talk about that? I don't know. I, I don't think so. We, all right, so re- real quick, uh, I was at a bagel place, mm-hmm. bacon, egg, and cheese. I hadn't had one. I was like, man, I can't wait. So I'm at the bagel place. I'm online. There's a couple in front of me who they have their uh, masks on, but they're a little bit below their nose, a little bit, right? Okay. And I'm, I'm online and everyone's six feet apart. And you have your mask on? I have my mask on. Oh, okay. And I'm reading emails. And there's a guy all the way in. And this is a big bagel place. Mm-hmm. Guy's all the way in the back screaming. He's about our age. Scream. I mean. Was it the, the bagel boss guy? The little short guy? No. What, you're not, worse. You're not this my is, father. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah not, I know. You're right? not my Remember boss. Exactly. You're, <laughs> you're not so, God. You're not my father. You're not my boss. Exactly. Yeah. What is that? You've never that, seen you've that? Never oh, seen my that? God. When we're done with this, uh, I'll show yeah, you. Yeah. I think that happened on Long Island. Oh, it's a little, yeah, wait, a little in, dude? Uh, yeah. Bayshore, then. Yeah. Okay. I, I know what you're talking about. So Where's... this guy's screaming from the back of the line. I don't know how he saw these people from all the way in the back. Yeah. He goes, are you fucking kidding me? Put your fucking mess on. So yeah. everyone's like, so I see the couple in front of me, and they're like, and this is just because it was yeah. So they're like, I mean, I, I think, it yeah. was flown so, a half mask. So so they're, so they're like, oh my god, puts the right, they put the mask on. Mm-hmm. Then he walks all the way from the back of the line up mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. and he puts his finger in my face, and he's literally right on top of me. Why did he do it to you? What'd you do? He goes, and you, you fucking piece of shit. They were right in front of you, and you didn't say a fucking word. You fucking asshole. Call me and put his finger in my face. So. Mm-hmm. All I do is I, I just look at it and go, dude, I'm going to be honest with you. I can't hear a word you're saying under that mask. Lost his mind yeah. even more. He goes, you know what? I can tell who you voted for. Starts screaming now at the person behind the cash register, the, the worker. I demand 
that my fucking bagels be delivered to me at the back of the line. This is fucking bullshit. Guy just lost his fucking mind. Now, look, that guy might have been having a really bad day. And he could have lost some money to COVID. And yeah, yeah, he could have, or whatever. Yeah. He could have just lost it. He was at the tipping yeah, point. He, he could have been, yeah. Absolutely. He was, so instead of me punching him in the face or escalating the conversation, I just toned it down. I, yes. I'm like, hey, meet me here. De-escalation. Yeah, de-escalation. Is so now, look, it could have went the other way, too. He, I could have said that he could have punched me right in my Yeah, head. he could have punched you. But I was like, hey, I man. I you would have been like, Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, hey, man, like, 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 dude, like, take it easy, right? Like, yeah. And I had no idea what that guy had going on prior. Oh, there's, I mean, there's so many. I times. don't justify him screaming. But yeah, look, of course not. But no, like, it's you just, can't take out your shit on other people. You can't take out your and shit. No, I'm not other, saying right. that. Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. just saying, like, it, 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 you also have to you have a choice you know yes. back to, you just because they're doing something doesn't mean that you have to escalate a situation right you know like there's been so many times when people come up to me yelling at me because i won't like you know i won't whatever whatever whatever, yeah, whatever it is yeah. especially in, you know especially in the city and i'm just like dude like let me i'm like, I, gotta, I gotta go somewhere man yeah, like i understand you're anger now but i gotta head out and they're yeah. just they're, one they're confused because like huh he's not really pissed it I'm confuses people yeah it's like yeah you're so right about it's like, that it's like huh like why is he what's, what's the deal guy, it's almost like someone yelling at him every day like, the expectation <laughs> is i'm angry you should also be angry yeah why it, aren't it, you it, as angry yeah as me? it takes a step back don't you understand I the thing i didn't tell you yet <laughs> like, i remember one time this is this is a funny story i was in college and the where my college was is not the best neighborhood and uh i was walking to the bank with two of my friends and um the, the two friends were girls and they, they had to go to the bank and this guy who's clearly like he drunk smelt he was yeah. drunk smelt smelt of alcohol and he you know did, was doing something and he was just like all over the place just yeah. sloppy and uh he he was like he was starting to talk to like the, the friends of, of and they were getting uncomfortable of course you know like it's just it's uncalled for so i told them to go and then he comes up to me and he's like you know man you didn't yell at me so i'm gonna give you a hug a very <laughs> sweaty hug and then you realize the it smell of alcohol no. <laughs> <laughs> that smelled of alcohol and he just in his drunken stupor appreciated it that i didn't like treat him like a piece of shit, you know, and he just gave me a hug and that was the end of it. And I was like, wow, that was the weirdest encounter yeah. I've ever gotten in my life. But it's just, it, you know, if, if you, if you respond in a certain way and you try to escalate the situation, it can work. It can work. It Absolutely. Can work. Yeah. So de-escalate. De-escalate, man. Ask try, questions. And fucking, Ask questions. And communicate. Communicate. Productively communicate. Try to, try to listen. Try to hear. Try to process. And also in closing. Watch out for those laxatives. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>